Take two because uh, we are at Olympia. Welcome to the Retail Maverick Show. Um, the Wi-Fi at Olympia is a little bit like uh, the building itself, a bit tired. Uh, but anyway, doesn't matter because I've managed to catch up with Paula McCatchy from Rethink Retail. Uh, and if you don't know uh, Rethink Retail, go and look them up. Uh, absolutely fantastic. They do a lot of stuff with uh, people like myself, retail experts, retail influencers, and so forth. So, Paula. Welcome. Thanks for coming along. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Now, so you're, I know, incredibly busy when you come to these shows. You get around to an awful lot of them. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to that. But as far as retail technology show goes, what have you seen that's excited you? What's caught you? Caught your eye? Well, I just really love this show. Last year was my first time, and I just love how central it is. And I thought the last year was good because it was the first show after the pandemic, everybody was happy, but no, yeah. this year, after all the shows we've been to, right, like it still has the energy that I don't know where it comes, but everybody's always so enthusiastic to be here. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. I love how that they uh, extended the, the, the floor, so we have more space now, and all the talks that they're offering, they're so interesting, especially the this stage that was the... The, the track I was in today, which is dedicated to sustainability. Right, and, yeah. Yeah, I just love that there's a whole track talking about that, which I think is, a, is, a, is the biggest trend I'm seeing, actually. Yeah, well, let's, let's, let's talk about that. Um, so you were you were moderating a panel, I think. So tell us a, a little, little bit about that and um, what were some of the key uh, points that, uh, that, that came out of that discussion? Yeah, so I was I was moderating a panel uh, with four retailers, and it's always common for us to say that sustainability is carbon footprints, uh, the supply chain, and everything. And I wanted to talk about something different, which is the social part of sustainability, right? The ESG, the S. Right. Uh, yeah. How how is your brand or how this retailer is contributing to society, to the yeah. communities that they operate in? Do you wanna? Uh, be the retailer that uses the modern slavery, or you actually want to know where all the every piece is being pro uh, produced? Uh, yeah. How is the raw material being uh, gotten and everything? How do you contribute to this production chain, right? And yeah. that was that was exactly what I brought to this panel. And we had four participants: one in grocery, one in travel retail, one in fashion, which is biggest enemy in retail for sustainability. Uh, right, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'll, right, carry on, I'll come back to that. And one with, yeah, and one in the marketplace, so not into the production, but actually connecting retailers to consumers and helping them eliminate uh, dead stock, so yeah. waste, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it was interesting, so I was um, uh, sharing a session uh, yesterday, we had uh, somebody, Andrew Opie, from the British Retail Consortium. It was all about uh, sustainability. And yeah, we got on to returns, my favorite subject, and, and what retailers are doing about that. And of course, we know that uh, you know, no retailer out there, no fashion retailer is going to be the first one saying, well, we're not, we're either not accepting, we can't do, not accept returns, but we're going to charge for this and that and the other because. Yeah, because. Um, so, what, the other thing I was going to ask you when you talk about sustainability is, do you think, and whether it was covered in, in, in the session, you know, you're, you're average, we've got the cost of living crisis, right? And 
your average consumer, your average shopper on the street, um, if you go and ask them, well, you can shop, you can shop sustainably, you can help the planet, and what's it? They're going to say yes, aren't they? Yeah. But then they all love their. Um, oh, yeah. uh, just recording a podcast. But you interrupt away. We're, you're you're on the retail maverick show now. Well, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. I am so, really sorry. Go on. Yeah, so I didn't Steve, Steve, hi. Steve Lister has just come up and um, uh, another introduced himself. Another retail influencer. Yeah, so uh, Retail Maverick Show, my new podcast. Oh, excellent. So, yeah, how, how's it, because you've just done a, a session with the Rethink Retail guys. I, I have. I've just done an interview with oh, um, Stephanie, who's the um, sustainability director for Avon Cole. Oh, okay. So, we're just yeah, Paul and I were just uh, discussing sustainability. Uh, sustainability, yeah. yeah so. a very inspiring company. They've been they've been on a sustainability uh, journey for about thirty five years. They really pioneered this whole yeah, sustainability yeah. Uh, organic box delivery. And uh, oh yeah. yes, of course it did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, fascinating. Yeah, company. yeah, yeah. So where are you off to next? Um, I'm going to have a really good look around. I think the show yeah. the show here is fascinating. I'm going to try and find some uh, technology that connects with sustainability. That's an yeah, that is an interesting one. I know a few I can I can send uh, I know a few yeah. I can send it to some. Please uh, do. Yeah. That'd be, I'd love yeah. that. I'd love that. that. Yeah, that'd be good. No, no, it's great to see you. Excellent. And so, hey, another, sorry for hijacking your Don't uh, your you podcast. worry at all. No, no. You see here at the Retail Maverick show, uncut. Oh, right. Right, we, we we embrace chaos. So it doesn't matter at all. Now I'm glad to have contributed to your chaos. You have indeed. It's brilliant. brilliant. Thanks, Thanks, Andrew. Good luck with the podcast. Thanks, Thanks, Steve. Thanks a lot. So uh, let's talk. Yeah, I was talking about the uh, the consumer and saying that they really they they'd say yes, of course. You know, we care for the planet and all the rest of it, getting our uh, CO2 emissions down. But then, and. This isn't a criticism because we're, you know, to lesser or greater degrees, we're all facing the cost of living crisis. Yeah. And we like our five pound t-shirts or our ten pound pair of jeans and all the rest of it. And we, and we, we don't really. I'm just putting this to you. Yeah. We don't really worry about where it's come from and all the rest of it, and, and you know the provenance. Uh, if like. did did that get? Uh, and I, I'm just like I say, I'm just putting that out there. Did, did that get covered in in the session earlier? We were talking a lot about the social parts. We were talking about the yeah. workers, the fair wage. But you touched a very good point. I think fashion and sustainability is just so hard to coordinate how it's going to work, right? Uh, yeah. We have we have learned as consumers to just have our clothes disposable. I can yeah. buy something for five euros. Right. I can buy it twice. Just just throw it away. Right. Yeah. Like that's. There's a concept that was created in the last years, and, and but but like now I'm seeing a trend that I'm liking. It's the reuse, the yeah. yes. refurbish. Right. You know, like uh, it's actually getting companies like Vija, for example. This, yeah. this sneaker that I'm wearing. Okay. Uh, they they. And for those of you listening, Paul has <laughs> just uh, shown me her. Uh, yeah, they look good, those trainers. Yeah, well, that's the big, best big shoe brand ever. How, so how are we pronouncing that? Veja. 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 No. Shout they, out for Veja. Yeah, they are incredible uh, on social sustainability, but also in the production and everything. Right. Uh, yeah. So do you think, so here's an interesting point. I just I thought I was talking to somebody earlier. We were talking about convenience and the fact that um, convenience stores 
and the fact that now you know that they'll deliver and, and they were saying that their their 18 19 year old daughter uh they were in the middle of studying or doing something and on the way uh home they would just go on their phone and they'd order a delivery and that was their meal for that do you think it's that that's also transferring to fast fashion and, and the, you know, right i just want that t-shirt i'm aware it's a couple of times now throw it away or is it what you just described that actually no it, the direction of travel is far more towards the, the, the you know the, the pre-love secondhand and I think I think I do think that's a that's a trend that is getting bigger and bigger, especially in the Gen Z community. They yeah. are more worried about the, their impact they were created on it, right? Yeah. Uh, but at the end, Shine is growing like crazy by providing five dollar clothes uh, all over the world. What is happening, for example, in Brazil right. is that like when Shine got a pop-up in Brazil, there yeah. was like fights in the store, uh, lines that were taking like two blocks and everything. Right. And what they're doing in Brazil, the, the government, they're just like putting a lot of taxes on these clothes yeah. to protect the, the marketing side. Yeah, and yeah. I think, but that, that was the only way that they had to access the trendy clothes, right? So yeah. do yeah. they care if how much carbon footprint is coming or do they just want to yeah. wear what is trendy? Yeah, yeah, and, and and without sort of hitting on fast fashion too much, but yeah, I mean the, you know, the, that that T-shirt that ends up being worn a few times, it's probably going to be thrown in the bin, which means it's going to end up in landfill, which means it's going to probably travel you know around the world or get incinerated or, or, or whatever. So yeah, you know, I think we could probably devote. Um, Several episodes of, uh, of the yeah. podcast too. Uh, yeah. to it's but, just hard to, to imagine a yeah. possible solution in the short term, right? Yeah, um, yeah. How can we change consumers' mentality, or right. should that come from the government? Yeah. So implement some rules of what you can do, yeah. what you can't. So yeah, I think like Europe is way ahead in that point. Like they're oh, okay. they're getting some some laws and. The retailers need to figure that out. There, how they there are, yeah, they're, they're, you're right. There's a lot of legislation in, in the EU. Um, obviously, it doesn't all apply to the UK now. Uh, uh, but still, in the UK, there's, there's a lot of legislation and some coming down the track. Um, what I want to, we've got a few minutes left. Um, I wanted to also ask you because you you get around the world getting to, uh, so you know. Your air miles must be the envy of most people. Uh, Nobody sees how tired I am all the time. (laughs) It's the drugs, the drugs that do it, yeah. Um, But no, talk to me a little bit about some of the other uh, shows that I've been to so far this year uh, or that you're looking forward to over the next two or three months. Wow, this year of being to NRF, of course, we can miss that one. It's always uh, great to be yeah, there. Yeah, we love NRF. Yeah, it was very it was very energetic, I think. It was the first year that NRF came out, out of uh, yeah. COVID and everything. Yep. Then there was Euroshop. Euroshop is incredible because it really talks about every aspect of retail, right? Like yeah. refrigeration, packaging. Uh, even things that I'm not. What was that? Was that, I didn't go, but was that over five days? It's five days. Five days. And that the is size insane. of the, that size of the event is like 17 soccer fields. Wow. Football, sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, you can use soccer. That's fine. <laughs> okay. That's fine. 
We uh, at the retail Maverick show, we are a broad church. We don't mind. Yeah, and then I think the next is this one, and then Shop Talk Europe. Yeah. Uh, and right. then I have Bucharest Technics. Ah, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so I might bump into a shop tour. Still not sure. I've got my tickets, got my flight, got my hotel, but now I might be speaking in Warsaw. So who knows? We'll see. We'll That's see. amazing. I, I think I think I miss more Eastern European Victor events. They have so much to to bring to the community. Yeah, yeah. Especially Poland. So. They have like spectacular retailers. I don't know why people don't keep talking about them because yeah, they're amazing. I hope that I do uh, go, not just for the money, but um I hope that I go because I don't know too much about it. I've, I've never been, um, uh, I've been to other parts of um, uh, Europe further south, uh, but, uh, but not, to, not to Poland. So, uh, you, know I come to you know I'm Polish, right? I always saw you. <laughs> well, I am come from Brazil. Well, I'm from oh, a colonized country. Yeah, and you, live mom, in, and you live in Lisbon? I live in Lisbon now. Yeah. Might be moving to the UK soon. Uh, but, oh, really? Yeah, but like my Why mom... Why would you want to do that? My mom is Italian and Polish. My dad is oh, right. Dutch, Spanish, and Portuguese. I have so, a lot so of... So you, you heard it here first, okay? Yeah. Now, why would you want to move to, to England? I want to be closer to innovation. I love Lisbon. It's spectacular, but I think I should spend a few years learning more well, about the UK Well, if you want to be closer to innovation, why not move to Tel Aviv? That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I'd no, be too get, far, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you, you're right. I mean, there is a lot, particularly here in London, at places like uh, around, what is it, Old Street? Around there, that, that path, and Shoreditch. Yeah, Ian, just of, took, yeah. Ian Scott just took us on a retail safari around Oxford Street, and that was phenomenal. I mean, everything that I Look, that you I don't need there. to promote that. I talked to Ian Scott about that on a, on a previous episode. Okay, bye-bye. We talked all about the retail yeah, who's Ian Scott? Anyway, no. Yeah. Video guy. No, no, actually, no. We've got a minute left. Tell me quickly about that from your point of view, the, the retail safari, because I find it fascinating. Well, it was just amazing. We had retailers with us, each from a completely different segment of retail, so luxury, uh, grocery and everything, different roles too. So everybody was trying to see different things in each store. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's aspects that I never thought about. Right. Uh, and it was very, it was amazing. Adidas was incredible. Lush was phenomenal. They gave us like a very nice tour. It's incredible how much customer activation they have yeah, there. Yeah, I saw the pictures. Yeah, um, Adidas. Where is that now? Because it's moved, Oxford. hasn't it? Well, I, I don't know. Oh, that was so, my first time. I, oh, sorry. So, because I did a bit of a my own retail safari. We got we're nearly out of time, so I'll stop there. The retail safari. Come back to that because Ian does far better ones. Um, but and listen, we're out of time, Paula. We like to keep this short, sharp, sweet, short, whatever. doesn't matter. It's because, um, Steve, God, was my time. <laughs> but no, thank you so much uh, for your time. Um, hopefully bump into you in Barcelona. Yes, yeah, see you soon.